Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, so joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Jordan Reed, ESPN draft analyst and North Carolina Central alum. Crib. Joining us here on the line. Now, Jordan, let's let's get this thing started right. Do you have a favorite food mascot? Um, favorite food mascot? I don't really have one. Um, but the Fruit Loops one you guys are using was pretty solid. You can never go wrong with that. You didn't, you didn't prepare to talk snack mascots, Jordan. That's not all right. That's fine. I thought you'd be more prepared for that, but that's okay. All right. All right, Jordan, let's get down to business. Now, starting things off, the Carolina Panthers take Bryce Young with the top pick of the draft. We've broken down his traits and all that great stuff. But listen, how quickly do you think Bryce Young acclimates himself to this job and becomes the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? Um, I mean, if it comes as early as week one, that wouldn't be surprising at all. And I know they signed Andy Dalton to a lucrative deal, expecting him to come in and play significant snaps for them early on while the young quarterback gets acclimated. But I'm of the belief that the only way a young quarterback can really learn is on the job training. And with Bryce Young, he was loaded as being the most pro-ready and also being the smartest of this year's group. So why would we waste any time putting Andy Dalton out there? We know what he is at this point. And we have him as a high-quality backup as insurance. Let's go ahead and start the young guy, and let's see what he's got. All right, so who would you say is the Carolina's most impact draft selection not named Bryce Young? Oh, it's Jonathan Mingo, without question to me, just because I think he steps into a situation of where he can play significant snaps. And I know Carolina brought in some receivers, Adam Thielen. Um, they brought in some other players, too, that they like there. But I just think they need a young receiver to step up. Now with DJ Moore gone, trading of the Chicago, they don't have a number one wide receiver that they can look forward to in the future on the roster. So Mingo enters a situation of where he can play in the slot. He can play outside. They even can even use him in the backfield like Ole Miss did at times. So there's a lot of different hats that he can wear on this wide receiver corpse, and I expect him to have a significant role as a rookie. Well, and I want to continue to talk about Mingo here, Jordan, because with Mingo coming in, it just seemed like this was all re- always somebody when we would do our projections, we thought, okay, well, maybe you could get him a little bit later on. Mingo might be a guy that you could trade back and select. And I know mock drafts are not gospel by any means. I totally get that. But at the same time, it did feel early at 39 once they made the selection, and yet nobody was really having the uh, the the post analysis like that, right? Everybody thought Mingo would go later but then people liked that move at 39 is he too raw to contribute as a guy that can come on board and produce right away or do you think we are talking about someone that is here for the now and for the future no i think he's here for the now and the future and his stock was it kind of fizzled a little bit prior to the senior bowl but with him having such a good week of practice and then performing well in the game his stock went through the roof after the senior bowl so the senior bowl helped him out a ton and that's really where he saw his stock begin to rise, and then he ended up being a second-round pick. And he reminds you a lot of A.J. Brown coming out of Ole Miss, that thick build at 6'2", 225 pounds. not saying he's going to have an instant year-one impact like A.J. Brown did in Tennessee, but as far as the skill set, I think you can use him very similarly to how A.J. Brown was used early on in his career. 
Jordan Reed, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Uh, Jordan, I think the most polarizing pick here in Carolina and amongst the Panthers fan base, it was not only selecting DJ Johnson, but trading up for him. 13 spots ahead to go get someone like DJ Johnson. What did you make of that decision, not only to draft the Oregon edge rusher, but to also trade up to get him? Yeah, I thought it was a little bit early for him. I thought he was going to be more of a later uh, day three pick, but he's a player that is really talented, very athletic. He just needs to figure things out a little bit more as a pass rusher. That's really the area of where you want to see him improve. In Carolina, they still lack some depth at edge rusher. Yuta Grossmontos really hasn't come along as fast as they thought they would. We knew Brian Burns is a stud. We know what he is at this point. Uh, he's a franchise player for them. But outside of that, they don't really have a bunch of players that they can look forward to off of the edge. So he steps into a situation where he can get some significant time, even as a mid-round pick. So, you're hoping he develops a little bit quicker than what Utah Gross Matos has at this point. But he's going to have he's going to have an opportunity to get some game snaps. And Jordan, coming off of the heels of that question, DJ Johnson, do you feel like he could be the most underrated selection in their draft? Or is there someone else that comes to mind? Uh, I like Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. I, I think he's a very, very underrated player in Carolina, they, I think their defense is going to be really good next year. They have some really young pieces on that side of the ball that still need to develop. But I think the secondary is really going to come along nicely, assuming J.C. Horn is going to stay healthy. Jeremy Chin, we know what he is at this point. Um, but I think Jamie Robinson steps into a situation where he's probably going to have to play special teams early on in his career. But his versatility, you're going to be able to find a role for him somewhere just because he can wear so many different hats in the secondary. You can follow him at Jordan underscore Reed on Twitter. And Jordan, taking a broader look at the rest of this conference in the well in the NFC South, the division, I should say, who is the draft pick in the NFC South that the Panthers should be most afraid of? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think the obvious answer is B. John Robinson from the Falcons. I think he's going to step in and be one of the best players at the position right away. He reminds me a lot of LaDainian Thomason uh, when he was with the San Diego Chargers at the time. Uh, I think that he has that type of upside. He's going to have that type of instant impact. And he's going to be a thorn in the Panther side two times a year. It's going to be a pain playing him. But um, it's just an unfortunate situation of where he got drafted to Atlanta. And you have the game plan to stop him. But he's going to be a really good player. Jordan Reed joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I want to talk a little bit about the coaching staff, too, here, Jordan. Is there, you know, I, I was thinking about the right fit with Frank Reich, but it did seem like this is somebody that would adjust his scheme to whatever QB would go into his system, and we know that there was a revolving door there in Indianapolis. What do you expect to see in this kind of offensive marriage between a Frank Reich and somebody that is smaller than he or a lot of coaches have ever worked with in Bryce Young? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting just because he seems to be turning over the reins to Thomas Brown, uh, who came over from the L.A. Rams. Uh, he spent a lot of time with Sean McVay. So it's going to be really interesting just because their offense and their variances and their principles are a little bit different than what Frank Reich has run in the past as far as what the Rams want to do. Want to run a lot of 11 personnel, so one tight end and three receivers on the field. Um, Carolina's personnel is a little bit lacking in that area right now as far as having three steady receivers that you can count on just because we don't know what Mingo is at this point, but they're hoping that he can play a big role. Um, but there's a lot of different variances that they do want to use. Um, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see exactly what happens and then which direction that they pull in. Do they run more principles that Frank Rack has run in the past? Uh, or do they do more quick timing stuff like Sean McVay has done uh, during his time with the Rams with Brown coming over now as the offensive coordinator?
Well, Jordan, it does feel like this move was set up based off of the two off-seasons, the past two off-seasons, right? So you go get all of the free agent skill positions you signed in Hayden Hurst and Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, and even last year, they really shored up the offensive line that was better than it has been in recent past. Do you like the process of what Carolina has done this past off-season, selecting Icky first round of the year prior, and then Bryce with all the other uh, free agent moves they've made? Yeah, I do. I really like the plan that's been in place with Carolina. I think the offensive line meshed really well last year, and that was always one of the Achilles' heels for uh, the Panthers, even in years past. Icky started off a little bit rough, but as he continued to get those game snaps, I thought he improved throughout the year. Taylor Moten, we know he's a stud at right tackle, and then they have some interesting pieces that they that they landed last year, and then bringing them back this year. Uh, I think the offensive line is going to be a strong point, but they're still lacking at the skill position. I want to see them improve at receiver in the future. I think this year is really a fill-out year as far as what they have, whether to see if Thielen still has some juice left in the tank, what Mingo can be, and if DJ Chark can stay healthy. So I still would like to see them add another receiver just because I would like to see a reliable three at that point. Um, but you just want to see them improve a little bit more. But as far as outside of that, I think they have a really good group overall. That was Jordan Reed, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, proud North Carolina Central alum. You got anything out there for the uh, the, the Central fan base to hmm. tell them real quick before we get you out of here? Uh, we want to repeat next year as national champions. Mm-hmm. Um, that, 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 that's the plan we want. Um, be the first back-to-back champions in a long time. So looking forward to that. And Eagle Pride Amplified always. No doubt about it. You can follow him on Twitter at Jordan underscore Reed. Jordan, we appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys.